listening to Inspire On The Go. It's your weekly dose of fun, encouragement, real-life conversations, and all things women's ministry, regularly featuring segments from Andrea's radio show, Truth On The Go. If you find yourself on the go, then this is the podcast for you. Now, welcome your host, Andrea Lennon, as we talk about all the great truths that we can take with us as we go through our day. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. I'm so thankful for this day and what this day represents. You know, every day that we wake up and we have life and we have breath, that means we have the opportunity to become more like Jesus in the way that we think, in the way that we act, in the way that we react. Today, God has a plan for you. Today, God has a purpose for you. Today, God is at work both in you and around you to accomplish His good, pleasing, and perfect plan. So be encouraged. Have eyes of faith as you step into this day knowing that God is able. And we're going to continue our series with my good friend, Cheryl Mulberry. Uh, This series called Peace in the Midst of the Storm. And in our last series together, we talked about Cheryl's incredible story of how she grew up in the church. She grew up, you know, knowing scripture. She grew up clinging to scripture, but it wasn't until she faced some real struggles and trials in her life with some difficulty with her oldest daughter, Bobby Lynn, and then also the loss of her two boys, Keith and Jake, in a horrific automobile accident where uh, Jake died on the scene and then Keith died 24 hours later in the hospital. As Cheryl unpacked that story for us, she reminded us of so much wisdom as she told us, you know what, we have to have an eternal perspective because life is temporary and life can change in an instant. You know, we can find our identity and our roles and our responsibilities in our relationships. And when we do that, we build our life on shaky ground because we can lose that job we can lose that child. You know, we can experience struggle and strain in that relationship. And so it's important for us to find our hope in Jesus Christ and in the fact that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so Cheryl, I want to welcome you back to Truth on the Go with Andrea Lennon. I want to thank you so much for bearing your heart and bearing your soul and bearing your experiences with us. Even as you walk through the story, I see it on your face. I see the struggle. I see you fighting for that eternal perspective. And so every time you tell this story. Tell us just a little bit about how that takes you back to those places. Well, um, it just reminds me who God is. And I think every morning and every day we, as believers, we need to, to go back to that. It's very important to remind yourself of who God is and look in his word and and talk to him and and start your day that way, because your day is going to throw some things at you that you maybe didn't anticipate. And um, when I recount these things, I'm happy to, to tell people how big God is because I don't think we stop and really think about it enough. I love that. I love that so much, Cheryl. You know, we, we talked about Keith and Jake and how they really had these larger than life personalities. They loved Jesus. They served Jesus. They were magnetic in their personality. My boys looked up to them so much. And so, you know, as I think about Keith and Jake and I think about their legacy, I love that I get to be a part of telling their story because there's so much hope in their story. And there's one specific portion of their story that I want us to talk about now because it's the lasting legacy. And so let me just kind of share a little bit with everyone uh, the background of this story, and then I'll let you jump in and and tell just a little bit from your perspective. Uh, We all go to church together. We are members of Second Baptist Church. We've been longtime members together. And so uh, my husband and I and family, we have walked through all the different hardships and trials with Larry and Cheryl and their family. And one thing that Jay and I do at our church 
is we lead mission trips. We love to take people overseas and we love to help them get their feet on the ground when it comes to taking the gospel to every tongue, every tribe, every nation. And so we're really active in that. And we have been active in that for many years. It's one of our greatest joys. It's one of the things that we enjoy doing together. And just prior to Keith and Jake passing away, my husband or I, one of us, we were recruiting a team to go to the other side of the world and to share the gospel in villages as well as in local churches there to connect with local believers. And later, after Jake passed away, I learned that as we were making that announcement in church, Jake leaned over to you and said, I want to go on a trip like that. He never had the chance to go because it was just within a week or two later that he passed away. And actually, as he passed away, my husband was with a team on the other side of the world. And and I love the body of Christ because uh, as soon as the accident happened, that church, that local group of believers on the other side of the world, they stopped and they prayed and they started to just lift up your family to the throne of Jesus. And so later on, probably a couple of years later, you related that story to me that just prior to your boys passing away, Jake leaned over and said, I would like to go on that trip. And you expressed to me that when the time was right, you wanted to go in his place. You wanted to continue that spiritual legacy. And so over the years, uh, we prayed about and talked about different times for you to go. But you mentioned in our previous program that there was a season of rest that you had to take in order to heal, in order to get your strength back, in order to be able to go. And so it was just actually within the last year that you were able to go with me. I was so tickled to have you on my team to go to the other side of the world. And you were able to go to the village and you were able to share the gospel. And so I want you to share about how God redeems our story and specifically how he took you to just the right house with just the right people so that you could minister out of the experiences in your life. So we were in this village doing a prayer walk with another team member and a translator. And um, we were just walking up and down the streets and um, just praying and just looking for opportunities to to talk with people and um, get to know them and share the gospel. And so the first house we went to, we talked to someone. Her sister had lost a son in his teenage years. And so God just opened those doors because when when you've lost a child, it's like a club that nobody wants to be in. But once you're in that club, you identify so much with everybody else in the club. So when when you meet somebody who's lost a child and you've lost a child, there's an immediate connection. And this is in another country and there is an immediate connection. It doesn't matter what country you are and how old you are. If you've lost a child, you're connected and there's just something about it. And so God just brought us to that house and um, we were able to talk to that lady. Um, her mother and her son were there and um, the, the lady and the son both accepted Christ at that time. And then later that day, we went to another house and they had lost a son. And so there again was that immediate connection um, to this family. And so when you have tragedy come in your life, God can use everything. He can use those tragedies to glorify his his name. And so they connected with us and um, her husband took us around town, but we were able to minister to them and pray with them and just encourage her 
that you can go through things and God will bring you through. Amen. Amen. I love that because it reminds us of the big picture perspective. You know, as God was prompting Jake's heart, knowing full well that he would not see the soil of that other country, but that he would use that moment when Jake leaned over to you in church and said, I want to go to that country to spur you to go when he couldn't. And then he took you to the homes of people who had lost children. I mean, we see the sovereignty of God in that, you know, in every single way, uh, how God is doing more than we can think, more than we can imagine, more than we can even begin to comprehend. And that gives us peace in the midst of the storm. That gives us an eternal hope that while we have trouble, that trouble does not negate the plan of God. That trouble does not surprise God. And that trouble, it doesn't have to control our lives. You know, we can, you know, trust in the character of God, just like you talked about at the beginning of our program. We can trust in who he is and how he faithfully works. And so, You know, when I think about the redemptive plan of God and how he brings purpose to the pain and meaning out of the mess, that's a beautiful example. That is a real life example. As you walked and put one foot in front of the next, as you went through that village, God was leading you every single step of the way. And now because of your faithful witness, you know, and because of the faithful work of God in other people's lives, think about that moment in glory when you're going to embrace that mama from the other side of the world who lost a child and you're going to be in eternity for all of eternity worshiping Jesus together. What a beautiful picture. And so, uh, wow, praise the Lord is all I have to say. And for everyone listening, wow, how encouraging is that for us to know that God is able. Cheryl, you and Larry continued to serve the Lord after the loss of Keith and Jake. Uh, You continued to pour into the lives of others. You are so very involved in our church. And, you know, I think that from the outside, again, looking in, life was beginning to to get somewhat consistent and even and was definitely moving forward for you and Larry. And then there was this surprise obstacle that, again, you found yourself in the midst of. And when we come back on the other side of the break, you're going to tell us about that and how God is currently working in the midst of difficult circumstances going on in your life. In just a moment, Andrea will return with a final thought. If you would like to hear more of her teachings, visit andrealennonministry.org. It is the ultimate website for the girl on the go with Bible studies, video sessions, podcasts, books, and down-to-earth blogs straight from Andrea's heart. Be sure and subscribe so that you can stay connected. Again, that's andrealennon.org. Now, let's hear a final truth from Andrea. So we're back with Cheryl Mulberry talking about how we can have peace in the midst of the storm. And Cheryl, certainly you've had plenty of storms in your life. We've talked about how uh, you've gone through difficulties with your daughter, Bobby Lynn, also about Keith and Jake and their early homegoing from our, you know, temporary perspective. Uh, And then also a new situation that you currently find yourself in, which is an unexpected diagnosis of your husband, Larry. And so talk about what led up to that diagnosis and what life is like right now for you. So um, my husband here this year in January or February, he started having some pain and some issues. And he's a typical man that he just never goes to the doctor or anything. But um, he went in and initially thought it was maybe um, kidney stones. um, But it turned out uh, in March, I believe, they diagnosed him with pancreatic cancer. And so that was a big shock to us as a family. Um, So he decided to go ahead and follow the doctor's advice and just do the chemo. Um, They recommended this one chemo that would shrink the tumor 
then they would be able to cut it out. But still, the diagnosis was eventually it would probably come back, but you know, it, it would at least hold it off for a while, um, the surgery would. So we went through the whole first chemo that they prescribed, which was a very hard, uh, strong chemo at treatment. So then he got a CT scan and found out that it did not shrink it. It had actually grown so that surgery was no longer on the table. And so then they said, well, we'll have another chemo that's not as strong, but it will hold it off a little bit, keep it from growing so fast so that it'll add a few months more. They were just hoping that this would probably hold it off. So that was a very big blow that the news that surgery was not an option and that his time was going to be very limited um, was a was a very big blow and um, very, very trying. Yeah. And even as you talk, I mean, it's so emotional for us that know and love you because, you know, we've watched you walk through so much and then to see this new reality of a struggle and a trial. And I mean, again, as a friend, you so want to step in and say, no, you know, Lord, please, no, you know. And so I I love that because it reminds us how deeply we are able to love in the body of Christ. Like I'm all in with you and whatever struggle and situation situation you face. And I know I've told you this a number of times, but right after Jake and Keith passed away, I was in the process and in the routine of walking every single day. And I still do to today, but but I was very disciplined in it at that point. And I had an entire street that I called Mulberry Lane. I mean, when I would walk down this street, I prayed for you every single step of the way. And so now that I'm walking again, I've got a new Mulberry Lane, you know, and so that is just hard for us to get our minds around. But I know in this process because of what you have been through with Jake and Keith and their loss and the eternal hope that is planted in your life it has impacted the way that you and Larry are walking through this time you know of cancer and what is apart from a miracle of God appearing to be an early home going for Larry as well and you have come to a place of being able to proclaim that it is well with your soul and so how do you get there how do you stay there how do you have hope in the midst of yet another difficulty and trial. Well, I like to think of faith as a muscle. Um, my, my husband and I both do this analogy of faith. I, I see it as a muscle because the more you exercise it, the stronger it gets. And life throws different things at you. I, and Like your analogy of the house built on a rock. We're going to be hit with the storms of life. That's life. That's that's part of being on earth. It's not because you did something wrong or right. That's just because you live on earth. There are storms, and you can't avoid them. So faith, if you think of it as a muscle, and, and really, when I think of the storm of Keith and Jake's accident, I think of myself as standing on a rock in the middle, for real, in the middle. You've seen those rocks that jut out of the ocean. I just see it as I was standing on one of those rocks that jut out of the middle of the ocean and a tsunami came and hit me in the face. But I was holding on to God. And that was my faith. I was just holding on for all I was worth. And thank God for people like you and other people that supported us in prayer because this is humanly, you can't withstand that. You can't come out on the other side and be normal, humanly speaking, apart from Christ. And so it was just the hanging on, the strength of faith God gave me and, and showed me himself, made it even strong, made my faith even stronger. And so holding on to that anchor of Christ through a storm like that, when you get hit with another storm, it's a different storm, 
but the anchor is still as strong as it ever was. It, it didn't move. And so you your faith gets stronger. You're like, well, it doesn't matter what life throws at me, what this earth or what you know people say or what happens um, circumstantially, the anchor holds and it just it's the only thing that'll that'll get you through and so there the fear isn't as, as bad as it as it was i mean i still fear and of course i have moments that you you shouldn't call me or talk to me <laughs> because i'm having a really hard right, day right. but down deep i know that it's okay it will be okay and of course in light of eternity but because my god is strong And what you're describing is the sanctification process. You have invited God to teach you through difficulty and trial and loss. And because you have learned that the anchor holds, now that you're in this new storm, you don't have the same questions and the same doubts. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's overwhelming. Yes, there are moments when you want to scream probably at the top of your lungs, Lord, is there any other way? But he has brought you through a difficult time and you know he is the same. He'll bring you through this as well. And so the anchor holds so tight and so strong. A couple of weeks ago, Cheryl proclaimed to our church family uh, the song, It Is Well With My Soul. And let me just tell you, it's going to be linked in our show notes at andrealennonministry.org so that you can go and you can watch it. And I encourage you to watch the entire service because the gospel is so clearly proclaimed in this particular service. But as I stood back in the choir and I watched you sing, you know, it is well with my soul. It, it was a poignant moment for everyone in the congregation because we know that that's not just words coming out of your mouth, but a proclamation of your heart uh, that it is, in fact, well with your soul. And so let's just talk about what life looks like moving forward. Tell us about Bobby Lynn and all of the uh, good things that are going on in her life because God is clearly at work in that situation. And then tell us just a little bit about Larry and um, how he's spending this season of his life. Well, part of our prayer over the last several years have been for our daughter um, just in her in her life and that God would show himself to her um, and we both Larry and I both have just put ourselves on the altar of, of God's will just to say whatever you need to do in our life to us or through us to show Bobby yourself we are here on the we're sacrificing ourselves basically because that's just so important that she see who God is. And God is really moving in our daughter's life. It is just amazing what God has done. Her trajectory has completely changed 180 degrees. She is making much better decisions. And um, God is really moving in her life. And we can't help but think it's, you know, the situation with Larry has really woken her up and and helps her to see life is short and even somebody who I thought was bulletproof you know really isn't we've invited her back into our home she's been an absolute delight to live with she's just not the same person that she was we have just seen God's work in a mighty way through through Larry's illness and you know what we've Larry and I talked about it he said it would it's worth it the sacrifice of of a life even if it means that someone you love will know Christ more and um, experience him in their life. Um, and so I, so the, the whole um, it is well with my soul, I felt like when 
people yourself and other people in church i just felt like they looked at me i could see they weren't saying it but i just felt like they were saying oh my goodness cheryl has been through so much god don't let her go through anything else you know i just felt like everybody was thinking that like they were kind of feeling sorry for me or concerned or i don't know just like why would god do this to cheryl why would he put her through this again she's already lost two sons why would why would you take away her husband so I actually came to our, our music minister, and I presented the um, Through It All, It Is Well With My Soul song. I said, I would like to sing this to, to my church family just to let them know that it is okay, because that's, that's what I learned when Keith was life was on the line, that God can give you peace no matter what your circumstances are. And so I wanted my church family to know that through all of this, it's it's okay if God spares Larry's life, if he doesn't, because eternally speaking, I can see changed lives. And it's given me um, a platform where people that wouldn't normally listen to me maybe would. Not to hear me, but just to see God. And that's been my prayer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, today, as you listen, I wonder if you long for that same hope, that same peace, that same confidence in God and his ability to be your anchor in the midst of your difficult circumstances. And if so, we would be remiss not to share how that can happen. Even right now, you can recognize that God loves you, that he has a plan for your life, uh, that Jesus came to live a perfect life, to die in your place, to pay that sin penalty, to sacrifice him himself on the altar in order so that you can be saved. It's it's a beautiful picture of what Larry and Cheryl prayed for Bobby Lynn. If if it's necessary to take me in order to save her, Lord, do it. Well, that's a picture of the gospel. You know, as Jesus came to this earth, lived a perfect life, died a cruel death in our place in order to save us from our sins. And what scripture says is that even right now, we can confess our sins, we can call upon Jesus, we can ask him to save us, and we will move from spiritual death to spiritual life and a peace that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus as we know that this world, while it is important, it's ultimately not our home. So today can be the day of salvation for you as you proclaim that Jesus is enough, as you invite him to come into your heart and to save you from your sins and to move from spiritual death to spiritual life and to know that your hope doesn't come in the roles or the responsibilities or the circumstances of life. No, it comes in the sure, steady love of God demonstrated through Christ as he says, you are mine and I will redeem you unto myself and you will spend eternity in heaven with me where there's no more pain, no more doubt, no more guilt, no more tears. All will be well with our soul. This episode of Inspire on the Go is over, but we hope you'll be back next Monday for the latest episode. In the meantime, you can visit absc.org forward slash inspire podcast to find more episodes and ways to connect with Andrea. Also, if you're in central Arkansas, you can find Andrea's radio show Truth on the Go at 93.3 The Fish and 99.5 Faith Talk Radio on Sunday mornings.